Welcome back, guys. This is episode two of Woman to Woman with Zoe and India. And so today we are going to discuss love languages. Yes. <laughs> so out of the love languages that we know, it's uh, pretty sure it's five main ones. And they are physical touch, quality time, acts of service, gifts, words of affirmation. And so, me personally, okay, my top three love languages. Three? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I took the quiz so many times. Okay, let's hear it. So, um, my first one is quality time. My second one is acts of service. And my third one is physical touch. What about you? Well, I only took the quiz once, and mine is words of affirmation, which is 100% valid. But if I had to go with a second one, it would definitely be gifts. So, And that's in a romantic setting? Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. So wh- <laughs> why why are those your, your love languages? My, okay, words of affirmation as my number one, I see that romantic setting, family setting, it doesn't matter. But I feel that when I constantly get affirmation or like good jobs and stuff like that it just makes me feel like you recognize everything I'm doing like you Mm -hmm. see like my potential when you're constantly aware of what's going on in my life and it makes me feel good like the I constantly need affirmation and I'm not saying that's a good thing but it just helps boost your self-esteem a little bit and gifts we we all love gifts so you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so you explain your top three because I'm so curious about the acts of service. Oh yes, I yes, want yes. to talk about that like heavily. Okay. Okay. So well, the first one is quality time, okay. and basically, I just want to be around that person that I really like. So that means you know, if you want to come over and let's watch a movie or we go out, like it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be anything specific. Just as long as I'm with you and I'm spending a lot of time with you. Um, and if I can't do it in person, I like to FaceTime. I I'm, I like to call. Yeah. I mean, I'll text, but if I had to choose, I would definitely prefer to call. Um, so, yeah, that would be the quality, quality time. Yeah. yeah. Now, acts of service. <laughs> um, basically, I like when someone is able to just help me out in whatever way they can. Mm-hmm. So if I need them to come and move a piece of furniture for me, Please come and do it. If I need you to come cook, you know, or um, it's like you know. that masculinity, like oh, if you put up my TV or something, that just makes you feel like okay, yeah. you'll do anything yeah. for me. I feel that. Yeah. I feel it. like I need you to come in, you know, um, cook for me, you know, throw something on the grill, you know, show that, you know, show that you love me through your actions. So that's like your romantic love language. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I feel you. Absolutely. All right. And then, of course, physical touch. So it doesn't have to be necessarily sexual, but, um, you know, I like holding hands. Right. I like cuddling. You know, I want to be able to touch you. So that's really important to me. And those, all those, that's the, the holy trinity for So, me. like, with your friends, <laughs> so, like, with your friends, like, that um, physical touch, like, are you a hugger or are you just, like, a hey, like, a wave it off or, like, or is it just, like, in a romantic setting see that's the thing when it comes to friendships my love language is different when when it comes to friendships my top love language is actually words of affirmation okay that's good like I want my friends to you know tell me you know Zoe you know you're a bad bitch 
and right. I want to. <laughs> no, you're so right because I feel like friends. That's what friends are for—to yeah. boost your confidence and to be there for you. So you're totally, you're totally right. But in a romantic setting, it should be like that as well. No, definitely, it definitely should. But um, the thing is, with me, like in my experience, I've been. Um, you know, guys will tell me, you know, how much they love me or how much they care about me, whatever, whatever. But unfortunately, in my experience, a lot of the times the actions don't meet up with the words. Mm. And so I don't like empty promises. Right. You're so right. So how would you perfect your love language in a romantic setting? Let's let's start with romanticizing before we get into family and friends because this okay. is the juicy part of the love language okay so how would you perfect do you believe in perfecting your love language first of all let's answer that first I think you know what I think it's possible to um not necessarily perfect it but to gain a deep understanding of it and then also understand where does this come from like what is it stemming from and I feel like a lot of the times it comes from someone's childhood or it could also be a way of making up for something that you lack. Okay. And so in my experience, you know, unfortunately for me, my father is not around. Mm-hmm. And so my love languages really stem from that lack of, you know, him being there. Right. So quality time, one, he's not there, so I don't get any time with him. So when I look for a partner, I want you quality time. That, right? I desire that. And then acts of service, um, like I need you to help me out in some kind of way. He didn't do that. Or, um, you know, I grew up in a family where it's like mostly women and we all have to basically learn how to do things on our own, which mm-hmm. is great because, you know, it doesn't even matter the gender. You still need to learn, you know, household chores and, right. you know, right. changing out tires and whatever it is. You know, you have to still learn those essential needs, but at the same time, um, it would be nice to have someone that, you know, can do them for me every now and then. Right. No, I feel you. So your love language stems from your childhood and expecting that masculinity, that manly figure to fill that role. Absolutely. That's so valid. Absolutely. I am kind of like opposite. Well, our love languages are completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is 100% words affirmation, as I said. And I do think I have some areas of growth mm-hmm. in my love language. I, I, I applaud my words affirmation, but I also wish you would just chill out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, am I in need of affirmation twenty four seven? I would say yes. It mm-hmm. it boosts me, makes me feel good. Is is that okay? But let me ask no. you this. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Do you think that the reason why words of affirmation is your main love language is it because you feel like a lot of the times you're not giving, you're not receiving credit where it's due? I wouldn't even say that. I would, honestly, just being real with you, I just need to be the main character. <laughs> uh, not main character syndrome. <laughs> like, I feel like when I'm constantly getting credit, I feel like every like they're recognizing, like, what I'm doing. They're mm-hmm. always watching, and I like that. Whether mm-hmm. it's, like, playing sports or in a relationship, I constantly need you to see what I'm doing. Right. Like, but I need to perfect that. And I think, mm-hmm. like, I can perfect that. And for anyone else that's struggling with this, is building confidence within yourself and your love language. Okay. 
Because if you have that confidence, and you don't need any affirmation from anyone but yourself. So by perfecting it, you mean how to be confident with it? Yes. So, like, with my love language, words affirmation. So let's break it down. So Mm. if I am constantly giving myself affirmation in my head instead of expecting it from other people, Mm-hmm. then I feel like my love language kind of shifts. Because it's like, okay, I don't need affirmation for anyone else because mm-hmm. I'm already giving it to myself mentally. Mm. So it's almost like I'm building confidence within myself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm giving myself my own affirmation. Okay, good job, India, you did that. Instead of hearing it from someone else. See what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like once you build confidence within yourself, you don't expect affirmation from anyone. You don't expect um, claps and rewards from other people. You Absolutely. already gave it to yourself. So I feel like perfecting your love language, I feel like is very important, especially when you're dealing with another partner whose love language is completely different from yours and recognizing what you can do to perfect yours and better yours so y'all can be compatible. Correct. So I do believe there's room for growth in any area of your life, especially your love language. And I think that's how communication can spark between you and your partner. Absolutely. So perfecting your love language is very important. Now, <laughs> now let's get into your second one, gifts. Ooh, What's up gifts. with that? I like a little Material gift. Material girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like a little gift. I feel like um, I feel like a gift in um, a relationship is like a token of love. Mm-hmm. Like... It can even be a card. I don't care. I, mm-hmm. pref- I, You know, like, just a card saying, oh, I love you or something. Like, it just makes you feel wanted. Like, something about a gift and how all, it may sound so awful, but a gift just makes mm-hmm. me feel like, wow, like, you're, will- you're willing to spend money on me. Like, I'm so worth. So does it have to be, like, uh, does it have to be valuable, like, expensive? Mm-mm. Like, you can literally give me a pencil, and I'll just, it'll remind me of you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'll remind me of you, like, oh, my God, my boyfriend gave me this. Like, I'm going to cherish this. Like, it's something about gifts that just warm me. Mm-hmm. Like, you you thought, you went to the store, and you thought about me, especially flowers. If you give me oh flowers, yeah. like, I, I, I'm And done. it's like, guys don't give flowers no more. They don't. They don't like, like the chivalry, chivalry is, is not is, there. Yeah, no, it's really dead. Um, unfortunately, um, but you know what? It's crazy because the first time I actually got flowers from a guy, I found out that he had a girlfriend the whole time. Stop. I'm not playing. See, that's that's <laughs> just another level of disrespect. Like that will make you not want to receive flowers anymore. Honest. Well, no, I still want them, but it's just like, dang, like. As soon as you, you know, get, you check, you check a, a box off your bucket right. list. Right. And, and then that happens. Yeah. No, you're, something, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's terrible. But you know what? Also, when I think about gifts, um, I think about how, um, how a lot of people associate a good relationship with gift giving. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, when it comes to celebrities and stuff. Right. Like, for example, when, um... Like, what is it? When Quavo, I think, gave Sweetie a Birkin bag or something. Mm, and, right. and like, um, Moneybag Yo gave Ari um, a new car. They, you know, I don't know. I can't keep up with it, but it's always, you know, a car, a bag. Right. I think Ari gave him um, a piece of land or something, which was pretty cool. Right. But, um, you know, people always assume that, oh, because they're able to give them these luxurious and lav- lavish, you know, gifts – then their relationship must be tight. 
What do you think no, about that? I completely disagree. Um, I think that, first of all, social media is a hoax. I think they mm. people will put out what they want you to see, first of all. And I think, okay, all these celebrities give gifting hundreds of thousands of dollar gifts. I just think gifts do not fix problems. Mm-hmm. I do not think, oh, for fighting, oh, just give me a gift. Right. That's a temporary fix. I think that goes back to you need to perfect your own love language. Mm-hmm. Um, I think gifting expensive gifts is not a form. I think it is a form of love, mm-hmm. but it's temporary love. That's true. Every th- material things, they don't last. Mm. It's 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 a temporary, oh, I love this thing, and then five years later, you you don't even know where it came from right. when I gave it to you. So I... Because those, if those are real flowers, they won't last that long. Exactly. So I do not think that gift giving is genuine love, honestly. Right. But I think it's a temporary love. And some people, their love language, like mine, I would say my second one would be gifts. Mm-hmm. I love a gift, but i much rather, like, wine and dine. Right. Like, wine and dine is more sentimental, more meaningful than any gift. Right. So. So, like, if he tried to, you know, if y'all got in a really bad argument and his way of apologizing was through a gift, would you be satisfied? No. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I would say thank you, but we still need to talk. Mm. (laughs) Like, thank you for this gift. I appreciate you, but this is not going to fix our problems. Yeah, because a lot of guys do that just to avoid um, taking accountability. Right, and not even just relationships, parents. Oh, my God, yes. Like, my, I don't mean to bash my dad, I love my dad, (laughs) but (laughs) he is the provider. He is the gift giver. If he messes up, he's like, oh, um, do you need some money? Do you need this? Mm-hmm. Thank you. But we still need to talk. Right. <laughs> like, they love the problem that. is not solved. My mom, on the other hand, emotional support. She's there. Mm-hmm. I can talk to her. But my dad, he just wants me to forget about it. And no, the gift, thank you for the gift, but we're still going to talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, with my parents, my mom, um, like, we don't really, like, sit down and, like, have a conversation and, like, and discuss, like, you know, um, you know, an apology or anything, mm-hmm. um, especially if she's in the wrong, um, she would just prefer, you know, to come in my room and be like, so you want to watch a movie? You're right. You want to go eat? <laughs> yeah. And that's good, I mean, though. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, I understand that, you know, we let some things go and we move on. But, right. you know, at the end of the day, if it's something that, know was really impactful something that was really negative and hurt me or even if I hurt her it's really important to understand what your love language is even in a parental child you know relationship right so that way you understand how to you know make it up to that person or how to understand how they're feeling so what advice would you give to those who have parents so say like okay we are in a fight and they just want let's just watch a movie and forget about it what is your advice to people that are going through that like how can you just forget about what just happened Mm -hmm. by just not wanting to talk about it let's move on what is your advice you're gonna have to just sit there and just rip off the band-aid and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna talk about it um and it doesn't even have if you feel uncomfortable to talk about it alone with your child 
or vice versa, go to a therapist and sit Mm -hmm. down together with the therapist and you can have them kind of guide the conversations. That way you can understand, hey, you know, even though my love language might be words of affirmation, yours might be quality time. And because I'm your parent and I haven't been there around, you know, to see you. Um, but I also want, you know, to feel like you support me, to feel like you love me by telling me that mm-hmm. we need to sit down and come with, come up with a compromise. Right. So that way we understand how to love each and other. And that goes with, that goes back to communicating your love language with your partner, with your family, with your friends to limit those problems. I think when you know someone else's love language, your compatibility is just, it's there. Absolutely. Like, if you are aware of what your partner likes and what they desire, I feel like there's very minimal room for error. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But also, um, this poses the question, do you think that over time someone's love language could change? I think so. I think, because um, if you think about it, when we're little, like when we were younger, every kid wants a toy, Their Mm -hmm. love language is gifts. But as we Mm -hmm. get older, we desire affection. We desire affirmation. We desire service. So Mm -hmm. I think everyone grows into their own love language Mm -hmm. because I I believe everyone starts off with gifts Mm because that's just, I think it's everyone just starts off with gifts. Everyone just gets a gift for their birthday. They love gifts. They love the temporary feeling they have. But as you get older and you start going through changes, I Mm -hmm. think you desire, everyone has their own desires. I desire affirmation. You desire acts of service more than I do. Mm -hmm. I think everyone just grows. And like you said, your experiences have shaped you into what you desire. So I just think it's how you grow up. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I definitely Mm -hmm. agree. Um, yeah, because now I think about it, like, thinking of kids now, you know, all they're con- more concerned about is just, you know, a shiny new, you know, electronic or, right. you know, and, like, you know, like the child is crying, but you just give them a pizza pizza and they're straight. Exactly. <laughs> no, literally. But when that child grows up, they, they're going to desire other needs. And I think that when, as you grow up, you start noticing what you want, even me, 19 years old. I still, I'm growing every day. I desire new things every day. And I think when, as I'm, I know my love language, I'm aware of my love language. So I'm looking for someone to be compatible with me who can provide me with those things. Right. So I know um, I was in a relationship with a guy. His love language was quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, long distance. Couldn't really do that. Ooh, and I couldn't do it. I don't know no, and it. And it clashed, and mm. we've had so we had some problems. It was hard dealing with it, but now I know that if I'm with someone who needs quality time, we have to adjust, and we have to, you know, be compatible with each other's love languages. So right. I really think communicating and talking about that and knowing what you want in a relationship or even with your family members, you have to make that happen, and you have to make some sacrifices for each other's love language. Absolutely. You know mm-hmm. what? This reminds me of, um, I guess, a long-term situationship. I, mm-hmm. I'm just going through, I just went through um, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we might still be going through it. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Honestly. But um, the thing is, is that he, his love language, at least the way that he would like to express it would be through words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But me, I wanted quality time. And this was kind of difficult because um, his schedule was like really busy, really compact. Right. And so, um, 
it, it was so compact to the point where you know he's not even he he wasn't even able to get um like more than three hours of sleep a night mm. like it was just awful so you know me you know I had no idea because one the communication wasn't there and then two I'm like well you do got off days right like, you know you can yeah, come I spend those you. off days with me you don't have to you know go and do anything crazy because you're tired but it'd still be nice to see you but he'd rather tell me how much he cared about me and how right. much and it's like Actions speak that. louder than words. Action, yes, and that's where the acts of service comes like in. Like, if you care about me that much, and you'll come see me on your off day. Absolutely, and it's like, if I, I mean that much to you. <laughs> yeah, like, I shouldn't have to keep telling you that, especially knowing that, you know, we're adults now. Exactly, and if you have to tell someone constantly how to treat you, yeah. are they really for you? Right, and then here, here's where he gets even more toxic. Like, oh gosh. his <laughs> way of apology would be through gifts. And by gifts, I mean money. Like, he sends me money. That temporary fix. And it's like, you know, a lot of girls are like, girl, I wish I had that. Like, can we switch? I'm like, no, because it's like, you really don't want this. You think that that's what you want, but you don't. Because right. after I, you know, spend that money up on, you know, uh, I put it towards my phone bill or I put it towards something to eat because I spend a lot of money on, on food. Yeah, me too. <laughs> or clothes. And it's like, after that, you're like, okay, what now? Exactly. With that person, because it doesn't actually mend anything. I want to see you. I want to exactly. be with Those you. Those temporary fixes in the moment, it's great. But what caused him to give you money is still a rooting problem. Yes. It's still not fixed. So all temporary fixes, I think they're they're the death of us. I think, mm-hmm. I think okay, if you want to give me a temporary fix like money or a wallet or something, you need to fix what caused you to give me that. Right. Like, because it's not going away unless we talk about it. So I think that um, in any relationship that we're in, I think that we need to be aware, okay, you're going to give me a temporary fix, so we need to communicate, okay, let's talk right now. I w- I'll take your gift, right. but we need to figure this out. Right, no, I'll, I'll take it. Right, I'll, I'll <laughs> take it, but I'll we need it. to figure this but out. But you know what, um... But it came to a point where I was like, you know what? Because, you know, he used to like, in order to keep me around, because even though I know he cared about me, mm-hmm. but he still didn't understand my apology language. Exactly. And so he would try to like wave money in my face to keep me around. And a lot of times I'll take it. But like that one time I was like, you know what? No. Right. And when I even refused that, it was like, you know, he was like freaking out. Cause I stopped giving him access. Right. And so at and that. I feel like, not mean to cut you off, but I feel like those, yes, I I think it's attractive when, okay, you give me money. I think it's, I think that's great, but my mental health comes first. Absolutely. And if this is continuing to be toxic, nothing else matters. Right. And no gift can match anything. Because it's like if I was seeking a relationship where, Money is all I wanted, and gifts is what I received. I get a sugar daddy. (laughs) I get a sugar daddy. Like Like, they they make those arrangements. I can get one of those if I wanted to, but I don't want that right now. I want your time. Like I want you here mentally. I don't care about any gift you give me, and I think that's why gifts are my second language because I I desire the affirmation. I desire someone that constantly thinks about me and Mm -hmm. does stuff like that. And the gifts come second. Mm-hmm. Like I desire a mentally stable relationship over gifts, mm-hmm. and I think I think that's how it should be. 
I mean, gifts are nice. Not saying they're not. We love mm-hmm. gifts. But your mental health and any relationship comes first. Always. And I think every girl who's going through a situationship needs to remember, like, my mental health comes first. Like, the Always. whole Danny Lee and the baby thing. That's a mess. It is. And her mess. mental health, she was praying to God to. Girl, I don't feel bad for her. No. I don't f- no, I don't feel bad for her because she's colorist. She came out with a song called Yellow Bone is What He Wants. I have no sympathy for that girl. She's stupid, and he's dumb. But she prayed to God to release her from this man. A fool. you you wasting a prayer. Wasting a prayer. Honestly. She wasn't praying to my God. Shoot. She, so you don't feel bad that she's in a mentally? No. We, so need to, we need to stop. Listen, it's called gatekeeping. We need to stop giving our sympathy to these women who won knew about his past because he was already cutting up and showing his ass with his baby mamas and them before she came around. She knew what she got into. Second Mm -hmm. of all, she's a culture vulture, and she says the N-word every every other sentence. And (laughs) and then you release that colorist song, you sound dumb. I don't feel nothing for that girl. That's tough. Okay. You are, you are entitled to your opinion, though. <laughs> you are entitled. We're just going to go ham That's on tough. Danny right now. <laughs> but I do feel, I'm using her as an example because I do feel like women, we let men mentally drain us. That's true. We let, we don't, we do not drain. I think more men drain women than women drain men. Mm-hmm. I think men, I don't know if it's the masculinity or what, but our, their love language trumps ours. Mm. I believe that it, in a relationship, it's all about the men's love language. I think mm-hmm. women, I think we need to become stronger. And I think we mentioned this in our first episode. Like, you need to take control and demand what you want. And search yourself. Exactly. Like, I think that mentally, we need to become a lot stronger when it comes, when it's dealing with men. No, yeah. Because it's definitely about toxic masculinity and and just the idea that a man has to be dominant all the time. Mm -hmm. And that dominance is selfishness. Yes. And I think once you find a guy who is willing to be compatible with you and who's willing to work with your love language, keep them. Because they are rare right now. Right now. They are rare. It, they've been rare. <laughs> <laughs> they are rare. Especially in the black community. And the dating pool for mm-hmm. heterosexual black women mm-hmm. is, is rough. And then on top of that, the dating pool, if you're in the LGBT community, is even harder. It is. You are so right. You are so right. So we need to be 100%. Um, what am I trying to say? We need to be 100% aware of what we want. We need to express our love language. And when you're dating, I know dating is the worst part of being in a relationship. You have to date to find what you want. Express your love language. Find out what their love language is. Because me, like when I get to know someone um, in the beginning stages, I like to go down a checklist. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I want to make sure that we're on the same page, one with beliefs and things like that, because the beliefs that I'm into, black culture, women's studies, and gender studies, I want to make sure that we're on the same page and I don't have to catch you up because I don't want to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. I want it to be, you know, a relationship where we can learn from each other. Growth. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be the one to school you on stuff I feel like you should already know. Exactly. No, you're so right. And, of course, you know, the love language thing. We have to start practicing um, good communication through the dating period first before we even get serious. Right. And, you know, that is so supposed to set the precedence for us in our future. 
And I feel like a lot of the reasons why um, some relationships um, kind of die off early is because of that lack of communication. 100% agree. I 100% agree that when you are in the dating pool, I think everything needs to be expressed before you get too deep. Because Mm. when you're in too deep, it's just too late. You yep. already set this. You already set your standard, what you want, and most of the times we set that standard very low. So we need to communicate our overall love language to whoever we're dating, friends, family. Communicate it. Yes, so. absolutely. So, on that note, um, we're gonna go ahead and just end it right here. Yes. <laughs> but thank you so much, guys, for listening. Thank y'all. I hope y'all took some great points from this podcast yes. <laughs> and don't be don't be afraid to go and just um take the quiz uh the five love languages mm-hmm. and just learn yours you know right. and um take let your partner take it let your if you're if you want to know your family's um love language if y'all are having some problems take it maybe that can solve some problems um and it helps you get to know a lot about yourself too things that you probably didn't know so absolutely mm-hmm. all right bye guys bye thank you all